This is the Emerge and Expand podcast, a place for introverted and sensitive souls who are trying to cut through the noise online and create success in their own businesses on their own terms. I'm your host, Catherine McKenzie-Smith, and I'm so glad that you're here. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Emerge and Expand podcast. And this is a episode that is very close to my heart. This actually came up in a conversation in one of my groups this week, and I wanted to share it with you as well, because I think it's something that is super important that we talk about. And I wanted to share some things with you that I've learned over the years, particularly around when you are feeling like you're stuck in your head, you're using so much energy to try and think through solutions and next steps and how to move through that as well as dealing with the overwhelm and the burnout that comes with just trying to think through things all the time, trying to come up with the right solution or right next step and some practical tips to support you to maybe try if you are feeling like this as well. I've been having a lot of conversations lately with people who are just really feeling that mid-year burnout and so this felt like a really important episode to share with you. Off the back of some of those conversations I've also created a free seven-day journey that I'm going to be sharing with you really soon. It's a beautifully designed pdf and an email series that you can sign up for at any time and just get that extra support and some daily prompts to make it super easy to get back into action in a way that's supportive within your capacity and that feels right for you. I'm going to be sharing my own seven day journey on Instagram. So make sure you follow over there at miss underscore KMS. And I'm going to be doing three special live streams where we're going to talk a little bit more about this, answer some questions and share some more of my personal journey as well in hopes that some of the things I've learned along the way might support you too. So that will be taking place live in the introvert friendly business free community from the 6th of July at 10 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. There will be a live on the 6th, on the 10th at the same time, and on the 13th of July as well. And if you'd like to join us, please make sure that you come into the community or you can sign up and get all of the details, all the links, and everything that you need at katherinemckenziesmith.com forward slash journey. All of the links will be in the show notes as well. But let's dive into the episode. This is something that came up in my free group that people were looking for some more support around. So I've been thinking about it from the case that it is now the middle of the year. And for most people, we're at that point where we're the furthest away from actually looking at and setting goals. And for so many people, it's such a thing to start at the beginning of the year. And then as the year progresses, it kind of becomes less and less of a priority. It's something that many of us, if we even do write down our goals don't actually check in with them at all throughout the year. And so I kind of think of this time of year as being the furthest away from our goals, because if we are setting them at the start of the year, we're the furthest away from when we set our last goals. And we're also the furthest away from when we'll maybe look at, revisit and set new goals. So it feels like it's a really important thing to talk about, especially at this time of year. My neck of the world. It is also winter, which is kind of a bit hibernation mode. And I know that it can feel like a real time to just step back from everything, but a really, really great time as well to review and check in with things. So what I really wanted to talk about was actually what happens when 
we maybe have goals when we are working towards something and it just starts to all feel like it's getting too big. And that's when overwhelm sets in and that overthinking that something that has come up, like I said, in the free group, when I asked recently, what was something that people would most like some extra support around this idea of getting out of your head and into action? And so what I mean by phrasing it like that is obviously that as introverts, as people who do process things internally a lot of the time, we can get into that place where we are trying to think our way through everything. That if we just keep thinking of the solution that we will find it. And as much as there is like internal processing is obviously just a natural part of how we process, how we work best. It's not necessarily the thing that gets us to a solution. I think there's a there's a famous Albert Einstein quote that the, the mind that created the problem isn't necessarily the same mind that could be solving the problem. I've totally <laughs> um, ruined that quote, but it's thinking that our, our mind, our brain that's kind of got us into this situation where we're in that place of stuckness is the same problem solving tool that's going to get us back out of it. And I know for many of us, I know for myself as well, that we can actually just keep digging and digging and spiraling down in thinking that there's going to be a solution that we can see from our current where we sit in our place in the world. And in my many years of experience, that has never been the solution. It is almost always when we step away, when we stop trying to consciously come up with an answer or find a solution or think about what the next thing is. That is when it most often eludes us. And it's then when we're in the shower or going for a walk or washing the dishes, doing something completely away from trying to find that answer that we so often open ourselves up to it moving through us, it coming through in what feels like a divine download. And in actual fact, it's just that we've allowed our conscious brain to switch off for a second and and just let that energy move through us. So from a place of the overwhelm, the overthinking, when it feels like your head just has so much going on and it's difficult to even see the parts. We're so inside of ourselves that we can't actually see, you know, the woods from the trees, or we can't even necessarily see those pathways ahead of us because we're too close to them. The things that I've observed that that overwhelm and that overthinking comes from is usually a number of different things. And this is not in any way you know, the psychology of it or anything, but just from my own personal experience and observations and self-awareness over the years, that feeling of overwhelm often comes when we're imposing a certain outcome or a certain timeline on what we think we should be doing or where we think that we should be. And when we're making our own progress and our own process work from a place of on a certain timeline, seeing it in a certain way, things playing out in the way that we think they should or that we should be putting energy into something. We should be inspired by this and working on this idea over here, but we keep getting pulled in different directions or pulled away from it and continuing to force ourselves to, to you know, dig deep on this. And I'm a chronic finisher. It was something that is like a, a trait that I inherited from my mom that, you know, you start something, you commit to it and you keep showing up and you get it done. And sometimes we have to learn 
to just walk away, to just step back, to go where the energy is instead of continuing to force ourselves to show up for something that is no longer in alignment or is actively taking away from our energy and our motivation and and all of those things as well. And so that being one part of where where the overwhelm comes from, where the brain fog and the inability to take action and keep moving forward, even when it's something that we love and we're excited about and we're deeply passionate about, the minutiae, the tiny little daily actions and steps and things that need to get done, even in pursuit of having that big dream ahead of us, can be constantly getting in the way of us being able to take that action when we can't can't actually see, well, are these little steps, are these things that I don't really enjoy doing actually helping me get to that place that I'm trying to get to? Sometimes it can feel like we're going in a completely different direction and we're moving away from it. And so it can be hard to show up and do those things that need to get done because it feels like, well, I don't actually have proof that this is going to result in that. The other thing that I have noticed when we are feeling that overwhelm, it's because we don't actually have clarity on what we're doing, why we're doing it and what those broken down steps are. And so if you're working towards a big goal, if you have things all swirling around in your mind, they can overlap with each other. They can cause so much confusion and feel like they're just stacking on top of each other, bleeding into each other. And then it's difficult to know what should I be focusing on today? Where am I actually going with this? What is the point? Why am I doing it? When all of those thoughts are stacked on top of each other, it can be so difficult to actually pull them apart. It's like a Christmas tree lights, trying to pull them apart and make some sense of it so that you can start moving forward. And that can sometimes come when just there's so much energy all swirling around in your mind as you're trying to think through, you're trying to work out what the next step is. And you're literally like a needle in a haystack trying to find something that you don't even know where it is. The other thing is obviously fear of any kind of fear, fear of failure, fear of rejection, fear of judgment from our peers, from our loved ones, from the world. We live in this kind of global economy now where any faceless, nameless person can say horrible things on anybody's posts or work. And that can heighten our fear to take action because if we don't try, then we can't fail, right? And so sometimes it's Yes, sometimes it's that lack of clarity. Sometimes it's trying to just sort through or push ourselves to do something that doesn't feel in alignment. Sometimes it does come down to those really base human needs and desires to be loved, to be accepted. And the the overthinking comes from trying to plot out, trying to see what all of the potential outcomes are of a decision of something that we put out into the world of, well, if I do this, then you know, how can I prevent harm to myself? How can I prevent criticism or judgment if I do this and this and this and this and this and we add so many extra steps trying to prevent that in some way of feeling that we have control over the situation? If we work out every single possibility of what someone could say or how it could make somebody feel or how something we say could be taken a certain way and try and prevent that, I mean, infinite possibilities. we're just adding so many extra variables that we could never possibly know the outcome of. 
And as much as we might come into something with the best of intentions, we can still do harm. We can still be judged. We can still be criticized. And coming to a point that we know that the the bigger purpose, the lessons that come from our mistakes and our failures. And so that can be another reason why we just get into our own heads and don't take action because we're so worried about those things that we actually have almost no control over, like really so little control over. And we can focus externally and think, well, if I can just work this out, I can just work out how to show up and put my work out and avoid any kind of rejection or criticism or judgment. You can see how even if that's a subconscious thought or hope for putting something out, how easy it would be to just go, you know what, I'm just going to work on it a little bit longer. I'm just going to hold it back a little bit longer. And that also leads into uh, another thought about the lack of confidence when we're not feeling confident about our work. We don't feel confident about our skills and our abilities, which comes back to fear as well. It makes it so much harder to take those steps because we don't actually know. We second guess every single decision and decision fatigue is a real thing. And sometimes when that overwhelm comes, when we're sitting, you know, and I do this sometimes, I know when I'm at that point of maybe working too much, not taking enough breaks, not having that, you know, all of my thoughts, putting them down on paper and getting them out of my head, that over time that starts to build up and you get to that point where you just feel like you're existing in a fog and it feels like nothing is getting done and you just sit at your computer for hours and hours and then go, what did I even get done? Because it's building up on all of these things when we're not feeling confident, when we're worried about putting something out and how people will perceive it, when we don't have that clarity and we're searching externally, scrolling more than usual, buying things like courses and new programs and things, thinking that the answer is going to be in there, downloading a bunch of things or signing up to 50 free workshops in hopes that we'll find that answer. When sometimes what we need to do is actually just come back to the basics, get it all out of your head, take a step back, go for a walk, get away from what it is that you're trying to figure out and go and do something else. And that can just be one of the easiest ways to find that clarity, to actually walk away from it. It seems so counterintuitive. And in our world where we're taught that we need to be working harder and if we want to get results, we need to work more, that taking a break, taking a step back can actually just be so counter to what we believe is the way to solve a problem or move through something or start taking action. The thought to just stop in that moment can feel really uncomfortable. And then obviously there's the mental health brain chemistry, especially for neurodiverse people. It is something that I'm not even remotely qualified to talk about, but when we have chemical differences, the body's ability to create dopamine and the other happy chemicals, that is obviously going to play a part in how on edge we can be when things aren't clear, when we don't have a plan. Even if we do have a plan and we know what we need to be doing, the ability to actually take that action. So there's a whole other side to that that I'm not even remotely qualified to talk about, but it's important to acknowledge, I think. So what do you do if you find yourself at a point 
where you're feeling that burnout, where you feel like you either are stuck and don't know what you should be doing. And as a result, you just end up procrastinating and wasting a lot of time and energy, which again, just becomes in a vicious circle of overthinking and then feeling bad about that. And then thinking that you should be doing something and then sitting, trying to work out what that thing should be when you're feeling like that, or when you're feeling like you're just so exhausted, so tired, so burnt out that sitting down to create anything right now, whether it be a a big project that you're working on or a small Instagram post that doesn't really matter or mean anything at all. That feeling of just deep tiredness. So the first thing to do is identify which it is. Is there a lack of clarity? Is it too many decisions? And that's what's stopping you from being able to work out what your next step is. Is it that you are on the brink of burnout and there is just a need to step away, to have a break, to say, turn everything off and know that you will be able to come back to it with a renewed sense of energy when you've actually given yourself that time to step away and you know which one it is. Is it fear? Is it the just, hey, maybe I'm not feeling mentally, you know, energetically my best right now? Taking a moment and just stopping and feeling into which one is it? Because you know, but so often we don't even allow ourselves the moment to stop and ask the question. We just keep pushing through because that's what we've been taught to do. So which one does it feel like to you? And then when when we are holding all of that energy, when we are feeling the fault, no matter where it is on that spectrum of possibilities of why we're not taking action, why we're not showing up for the things that we know we want to do and that we love to do, why we're overthinking things and feeling like we're stuck. The number of people that sit in front of me and tell me that they feel stuck. And then once they start talking, it's very, very clear that they're not they're not unclear. They know exactly what they want. They know exactly who they want to speak to and what their message is. And when it's all in our minds, it all just kind of, all that energy just builds and sort of compresses around our minds. And so once we've kind of got a bit of an idea of like, if I just sat and was really honest with myself and closed my eyes for 30 seconds and just asked my body, which one is this? Is it because I'm not clear? Is it fear of putting myself out there, of failure, of rejection? Is it just that I'm tired and I need a break? Is it a lack of confidence? Is it because I don't feel I'm there yet, I'm ready, I'm good enough? And then as we start to kind of get a bit of clarity of, is it something else? actually allowing that energy to move down through our body. And so we can visualize it or we can go and sit in the grass or we can have a shower and just feel the water move over our bodies. We can become so disconnected, kind of cut ourselves off at the head and become so disconnected from our bodies that sometimes we just need to actually be really aware of our body and where we are in space and time to come back and, and reconnect our, our mind and our energy that's all swirling around up here, you know, and ground that down, move it through our body, sit with the uncomfortable feelings, sit with the maybe things that are coming up when we're, you know, we're avoiding 
a certain experience or certain pain that we've maybe experienced before. And our brain is saying warning signs. We've been here before. We don't want to go through this again and actually be with that. Allow it to just be like, hey, okay, this is reminding me of something that happened to me as a kid, or it's a feeling that I know well and that I don't want to feel again. And actually allowing that emotion to to move through us and to come up and be aware of it. When we have a sense of awareness, again, the brain is really good at shutting off from the body and pretending that these things aren't happening, but also sending off all these alerts in our nervous system. And so giving ourselves the space to just be with that put on some music or lie on the floor, do something to just allow those emotions to move through us because the more we hold on to them, the longer that they keep getting in the way and the harder it is to find them because we get really good at hiding them. We're just like hide. I always think of it as that episode of Friends. If anyone's a 90s kid like me, put all our worst stuff in a, a cupboard and shut the door like Monica used to do, shut the door and pretend that everything's perfect. But we have this cupboard that is just, uh, you know, you open the door and everything falls out. So we got really good at hiding that and turning off all the lights. And so allowing ourselves to just go, okay, cool brain, nervous system, I understand. You're sending off these signals for me because this is a reminiscent of something that I maybe haven't dealt with or that I've experienced before. And then we allow ourselves to just be with that because emotions are energy in motion and they move. And when we allow them to move, they flow through and they move quite quickly. You don't get stuck in that feeling forever. It's when we allow ourselves to feel it, acknowledge it and move through it. And then grounding it down into the earth to, again, really feel that mind-body connection and doing whatever we need to do to release that when it feels right for us. That can be, like I said, getting out into some fresh air and putting our feet on the earth. It can be just having a shower and allowing that to just wash off and wash through us or putting on some loud music and dancing around, screaming, crying, whatever that looks and feels like for you. Just allowing that brain fog and all of that energy it's just, I just think of it like it's just compressing and it just starts to weigh down on us. And that's why we get aches and pains and things when we're, when we let that go on for too long, because as it starts to weigh down on us, we compress in our bodies. And so we start holding ourselves awkwardly. We start sitting and sleeping poorly and we then get all aches and shoulder pains and neck pains and things. And so actually allowing ourselves to stop and let this move through us grabbing a notebook and pen and just writing whatever needs to come out, whether it's a list of all the things that you've been thinking about, whether it's writing out or talking out to someone, what's going on, what's coming up. And once the nervous system has that awareness that you know what those warning signs are, you're aware of it and, hey, we're going to be okay, I've got this, that is always when it calms down in my experience. It just chills out. It's like, okay, cool, I can calm down now because I know that you know that this is something that I've flagged that might be bad for us. And once we go, hey, it's cool, I got you, the nervous system calms down. Burnout comes, I think, from holding on to it for too long. In kinesiology, we talk about there's the the lockup of when our muscles lock up around certain things, and that is like a short term of discomfort. But when we let that be for so long, that lockup happen, and we just learn to live with it and keep moving with it and go, yeah, I know there's all this stuff going on in my head, but I've just got to do these things on my to-do list. Eventually, we get used to it. 
And that's when we get into that sense of like that deep tiredness and not being able to sleep, not being able to switch off, feeling just like even though we know what needs to get done, we just don't have the energy or the brain capacity to actually do it. That's when we're getting into that point of we've let that go on for too long and we need to come back, step back, take a break, take real rest, walk away and come back to some of the things that we know energize us and and look after us. If you are feeling the burnout, if you are feeling overwhelmed or stuck with where you're at, if you are feeling the frustration of knowing there's things to do and that every time you sit down to, to work on them, you find yourself just not being able to get anything done. I have these three questions for you that I wanted to ask. What do you need right now? Take a moment. Let the question wash over you. And instead of trying to think of the answer, trying to use your brain to logically decide what you think you should need or what is in your mind's eye of what the world has told you is acceptable for you to need right now. I just want to invite you to take a deep breath and let the mind do what it wants to do and then feel yourself just drop deeper into your body. Let the mind be there and that's okay. And you'll you'll feel a different voice. There'll be an answer that maybe the mind is trying to distract you from. What do you need right now? Is anything bad going to happen if you allow yourself to have that thing that you need? And just feel how your body reacts, any sensations that happen in that moment when you just sit with that. What would would happen if you just let it go, if you just took a break, if you just turned everything off for a week, for a month? If you just did that thing that's been in the corner on the edges of your subconscious being like, I'm really interested in this right now. What if you did a complete 180 and went in a different direction and you followed that energy? How would it feel to just let go of all the expectations, all the shoulds, all the things on your to-do list? And everything that your brain is telling you you should want, you should be doing right now, what everyone else is doing that you should be doing as well. How would it feel to just let go of the expectations and the shoulds and trying to predict the outcome and thinking that that's something that you have the ability to do? How would it feel to take a break, to move in that direction or to just work out what it is that you're trying to really do and let go of the to-dos that you think you should be doing to get a certain result and instead focus on the to-dos that you're really excited about, that actually energize you when you think about them. 
when I was a kid, I used to do this thing where I would eat all of the vegetables and all of the boring stuff on my plate. Like I would have a process for how I ate the food on my plate. And it would be like the the delayed gratification of getting to eat the my favorite item on the plate at the end. And I got really good at doing this over the years as a, as a student, as a, an employee, as a creative, that we put these rules and these blocks in our way to the thing that we're actually excited about and are passionate about that bring us joy. Well, I can't get to the joy until I do this, 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 and we pile all these tasks in our way first. Of course, then it's difficult to show up when we've just bombarded ourselves with things that we actually don't want to do. Do you need to outsource some things? Are there things on your to-do list that don't matter and that you can pay someone to do or you can automate in some way or you can ask AI to do or can wait a week and you can come back to them once you've done the thing that's really just bringing you joy right now and you're in a great energy towards it that then makes those menial tasks so much more enjoyable because you've actually allowed yourself to feel the joy and the energy first. We think that business, we think that life, we think that growth should be linear and it's just absolutely not. And when we let go of those expectations and those outcomes, we allow our brains to rest. We operate from a different place. We might operate then start operating from our intuition, that gut feeling from our heart. And let our brains and our minds have a little rest from always having to have the answers and make all of the decisions and overwhelm that part of ourselves. We can start moving in and operating in tandem with the different parts of ourselves. I really hope if you have found yourself feeling stuck lately, if you found yourself just getting in your head and feeling overwhelmed and not being able to see a clear path forward, that this has given you some things to sit with. It's given you some action steps to try out. And if you have any questions at all, please feel free to leave them in the comments below. And if you're watching this before the 6th of July, next week, I am starting a three-part video series in my free introvert-friendly business community, where we're going to be going through a seven-day journey that I've created for getting out of your head and getting back into action. The guide is free and available at any time. And so the link to sign up for that will be in the description down below. But if you are joining us before the 6th, there'll be three live calls in the group, the 6th of July, the 10th of July, and the 13th of July, where we're just going to talk about this a little bit more. I'm going to answer some questions. We're going to go through some of the exercises together. And I'm just really excited to come together and have a conversation about this because I think it's something that is really prevalent that we sometimes don't talk about. And we think that everyone around us is taking so much action and doing so many things, and we're just sitting here being stuck. If you just want to download the guide and the email journey, you'll be able to do that below as well. Otherwise, thanks so much for listening and I'll catch you in the next one.